Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And I am really, really, really excited personally for this podcast episode because this beautiful soul who is coming on today's show as a guest, she is such a beautiful embodiment of what it feels like and looks like when you allow yourself to live your gifts in your fullness and embracing your spirituality in all the levels. I got the honor to meet only online but listen everything counts Sarah Prophet on our mastermind call with my beautiful mentor Taylor Lee and I'm so thankful because she truly opened up and I don't want to say my mind because she truly opened up my heart and the possibilities to how can I feel in my business and how can I personally create even more freedom and abundance so I'm super super excited what we are going to co-create Sarah today for our listeners today, because every, by the way, like if after you listen to this, you have to go follow her on Instagram because I, she's brilliant. One, it's super valuable what you're posting. Two, your reels are hilarious. Like I was like stacking you. I'm like, she's funny. Like I was like saving everything to like see that later. I'm like, this is brilliant. So <laughs> You get to go stag her up like I did in a good way. But Sarah, I'm so excited to have you here today. Yay, I'm so excited to talk to you. And like I mentioned, I started my podcast just a tiny bit differently. And what you did on our mastermind, you took us through some beautiful, powerful visual meditation. Would you be open today to receive one? Yes. <laughs> beautiful. So however you are sitting, just really find a comfort in your space and gently close your eyes. And not changing anything, not changing your breath, not changing anything, just tuning in, just allowing yourself to be fully present, becoming the witness of your breath, of your heartbeat, Feeling maybe the freshness of the air on your skin, morning sun going through your windows, just really basking into this beautiful moment when it's all about you, allowing your body to relax and melt and slowing down everything, allowing yourself to receive allowing yourself to be open, allowing yourself to go even deeper into this beautiful relaxation. 
And as you're feeling your body relaxing, your face relaxes, your shoulders relax, you just feel your body melting slowly. And with this beautiful relaxation, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful, crisp start of the day. You're walking on the porch in Nicaragua. Your beautiful surroundings I'm just reminding you of how happy you are to be alive, to be around your loved ones. And you're sitting there on the porch and your daughter comes and hugs you and gives you kisses. And as you're really basking and soaking in the birds and the flowers and the nature around you and your daughter and you just being one beaming light of love, you're soaking it in in such a gratitude. Your daughter looks at you and says, Mommy, what is the one thing you would love for me to know right now? What would you tell her? What would you tell her in that moment, in that space? To find magic in the mundane. Wow. So beautiful. How was it? How are you feeling? So good. <laughs> My window is open too, so I'm like, yay. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I feel like it's it can be so easy to get stuck in the mundane. It, it can be so easy to look around and just see the ordinary. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like the message was for me too, because yesterday we were doing some journaling with my husband. I'm like, I wonder how can I bring even more fun and even more fulfillment in my business? Because, you know, I'm in my business for seven years. And wow. sometimes the things that we used to pray for have now or, mm -hmm. you know, like go, I'm going through big pivot and big transition and, you know, being pregnant now, I feel like everything is coming like left and right. Like, yes. oh, I thought I healed this. Like, where is this come from? It's like, no, let's take another layer. So really realizing that there can be magic around us if we're open to see that and receive mm -hmm. that it's so important so how do you ensure that in your life and in your business you can stay focused on the magic and the energetics of the business versus just staying stuck into the mundane mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing for me and what I teach a lot of people because like a lot of my clients are female entrepreneurs. And it's like, I never say that's like what I support, but they're just always coming into my world. And I think it's what you said is like, they have done the strategies, they're in the mundane, they're just in it and there's no more magic. And so creating that was something we talked about um, on the call is like, how do you open your business? How do you close it? Like, what is your open sign? What is the um, what are the things that you do to open the energy? And it can be as simple as lighting a candle and finding that piece of magic. Um, and I think the biggest thing is do not make it complicated. Don't put another system in place. <laughs> like that is the biggest thing is they're like, okay, yeah, but how, like what, what's step one through nine on how to create the magic. And I'm like, no, no, no. Now we're like losing the point. It's just 
how can you log on to your computer? Like, can you change your password so that it's a little bit different? Can you have the background of your computer, have something that you really love? Like there's just tiny little things that you can implement that will change everything. And I think that's the biggest thing when we're trying to find magic in our businesses and our life is how can you, um, maybe the soap you use to wash your dishes smells really good. And right. Like, it's just like these tiny little changes that will make the biggest difference. I love that. And you know, like I really align with this so much because so very often we are like thinking like the systems, the strategy, the next step, like, you know, we're building businesses and we are like, well, there has to be like one to five step. How can I do that? And it's so funny. I always like, well, you can ask uncle Google. It might be cheaper and, and like, you know, like better but the thing is that it's about like embracing your uniqueness and I feel like you're doing it so beautifully Sarah like really owning your uniqueness really owning your gifts and really working more on the energetics and it's not like more energetic less strategies like mm-hmm. I feel like we get to learn how to balance them both because it can be also so easy like oh let me focus on all the energetics let me do the journaling and the yeah. dancing and the feminine and then we are like well clients are not coming I'm like yeah because like do you have any call to action do you have any strategy behind it so how do you ensure in your business, because, you know, you're a spiritual entrepreneur, or at least like, I don't want to be like labeling you, but that's how I feel you. Um, how do you make sure that you embrace both parts of that business, you know, like the spiritual and the energetic side that you can be honoring every day or every day when you choose to be showing up at your business? And that there is also strategy. And how do you know what strategy it's right for you? Because another thing we talk about, it's intuition. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just shut it off and we follow everyone else and we forget to connect with our own truth. So how do you balance those things? Like how to do things and run business and stay true to yourself, your intuition and the energetics of the business? The first thing is knowing your yes and no in your body what does the like, yes, in your body feel like, and what does the no in your body feel like? And so that way, when you're implementing strategy, you're going to know, like, this is an immediate no for me. Like I, I'm not going to build out this 45 email funnel. Like that's just not going to work for my, for my energy. Right. But for some people that is like, they love that they want to do that. It's a yes in their body. And so when the first thing I believe is the energy, it's like, you've got to focus on what it is that you have time for. You have the energy, the capacity, like all of those things. And also, I think I talked about it too, in the classes, like seasons, there's seasons in the business. So the strategy may work during the spring, but it's not going to work during the fall. So we have to look at what are the, you know, and that's, you know, relative, right? Not the actual spring and fall, (laughs) like in an environment in nature, but your spring, your fall, when are you, let's say launching something. Some people like to launch every single month. They're just like constantly launching, constantly launching. I can't do that. That just drains my energy. It's not, you know, I can't do that, but that's some people they're ignited in their energy. So that first step is what is the yes and what is the no in your body? And when you can find that out, the strategy will come so easy. And I also think that 
when we are first learning, like in business, we're like throwing every strategy and we are constantly exhausted. And because it's just that shiny objects, oh, well, that person's doing that. That person's doing that. We have to remember it's the same thing with spirituality. I'm not going to like go to someone who's practicing some sort of spiritual practice that's not mine and be like, oh, another shiny object. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it because that's not, doesn't hold my values. It doesn't hold my morals. So I do believe that our business strategy is similar to our, the way that we have our spiritual life or our religion. We have to look at what are our value systems? What are our morals? What do we see other people doing that we connect with? And that is the biggest piece is energy first, then strategy. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. And that's something that, you know, I'm implementing really daily, like first, like I meditate, I do my affirmations, I do my journaling, and I change it up depending on how I feel. But it's the energy first, I cannot, and I used to do that. Like in my first business, I used to have social media marketing agency, the first thing, like I grab my phone, I grab my laptop, where are the emails? fear of missing out. If I don't reply right away, clients will disappear and hire someone else. You know, it's like that scarcity. When we start with the energy, then we know, because I feel like there is this confidence and clarity that we bring into our day and into our business. And it's so interesting. And I know you're like, we mentioned it right at the beginning, you're a mom yourself. I'm, I'm like, having a baby in a few months. So (laughs) I'm curious for the moms who are listening or for women who are like planning to get pregnant, because I know like my pregnancy changed completely everything. Like Mm -hmm. I was pregnant last year, we we lost our twins. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like going through that phase of grief Mm -hmm. and not wanting to adult and not wanting to even show up. Yeah. Now we are pregnant almost six months with a healthy baby. So I'm super thankful and it's changed the energy. It's changed how I live. It's changed how I lead. And like you said, it's a different season for me. Mm-hmm. The things that work for me to build my multiple six figures, it's like complete pivot. And there is like, okay. And yours, it's, we never start from zero. It's not that. But I feel like I'm starting as a different woman. So for women who have kids, for women who are pregnant or, you know, like want to call in their babies in, how do you see that it changes the motherhood? How does it change the way we are showing up in a business? Mm -hmm. And how can we still like show up powerfully when our hands are full? Yeah, so... This is a great question because I was up all night with a sick child. (laughs) So it's like, that is so relevant because that's going to happen. That's not, it's not a, if it's a win. And so, and it might be a sick child. It might be whatever. It might be so many other factors that happen when we are mothers and the balance comes in. I always ask, what do I have the capacity for today? Mm. what do I have the capacity for and be honest with myself if I'm looking at my to-do list and there's 400 items on it there's no way I'm going to have the capacity for that after not sleeping right and so we have to as women be very clear on our priorities what is a priority what do we have the capacity for what do we have what can we wake up and do and some people like you said like waking up during meditation and affirmation some days that might not happen Some days. And I think the biggest thing is don't be reliant on one practice or several practices 
to make sure you're in alignment. Get in alignment with finding the magic in the mundane. Maybe you don't have time to meditate. You know, like who knows if you've got three kids, like I know there's moms, they've got three kids, like all kids, one's happy, one's sad, one's, you know, there's, there's no way sometimes. So maybe your meditation comes when you're, you know, unloading the dishwasher. Maybe your meditation comes when you're just singing a song to your kid or reading a book. The, the experience of meditating and the experience of changing your energetic frequency, however you want to kind of like phrase it might not happen sitting down on your yoga mat today. And that's got to be the important thing is like, you have to have practices, obviously that you love because it's self-care, but you also have to be able to willingly implement different things when you don't have the capacity. Mm, That's so powerful. And I feel like it's so important, especially for us as women Mm -hmm. to really ask like, what do I have capacity for? And what is my priority? Because I notice it in myself, like I am very conscious and I still sometimes like, oh, I got to take care of my team. I got to take care of my family, you know, and then you're like, oh, I forgot myself in the back. Right. <laughs> so how do you make sure that like what like what are some of your practices? And each of us is different. I'm not fishing for one to three, five steps. Right. Sure. It's really just like opening us up to possibilities and inspirations what can we do when we are feeling exhausted when we're feeling like we don't want to be adulting and there is a bigger mission that we get to accomplish right so what are some of the things that help you in a short period of time just to shift maybe how you're feeling to that alignment my biggest thing is I go outside Mm. Like at minimum, if I could just get outside for a few minutes, put my feet on the ground, that's all I'm going to need for the rest of the day. Now, do I have more intricate practices? Sure. Like yesterday I started my moon for the first, you know, it was like the first day of my moon. And so I was in my closet. It's my favorite thing to do is go in my closet and meditate and do yoga because it gets really dark in there. It's the only room without light. And um, my husband happened to come in and I'm like crying, just like processing, releasing. And he's like, do you need a snack? I'm like, yes. So like, Love it. Feeds me, holds me. And then it's like, I'll leave you, you know? And so there's, again, different seasons of what I have capacity for, but I always am checking in with my body. I'm always touching my body. Like, are you okay? What is going on? It's just our body is the only thing that is with us our entire life, 24 Mm seven, that will never change. And so I always make sure that is the first thing. Um, I know a lot of people focus on self-care tasks that include like, I gotta take my bath. I gotta do this. But my first thing is like, how is my body feeling? Mm -hmm. What is my body craving? What do I need to give my body? And that includes the mind, includes the spirit and includes all of it. But going outside, even just for like a few minutes, whether you're in a city, in the country, it doesn't matter. Just step outside, look up at the sun and just like take that in, even if it's just two minutes. Mm, literally speaking to my soul, like that's like <laughs> my like quick fix, you know? Yes. I'm like, I gotta get out. And that's why I was telling you, like living in Las Vegas, I, I miss that, you know, like miss that mm-hmm. like father and luscious green because I feel like going back to nature, it's going back to ourselves, like reconnecting, you know, living in a city or living in a country. Like, I, I love what you say, because some people are like, well, I live in a city and there's traffic right. everywhere. 
well, you do have the sky, you can connect day mm-hmm. and night, like really connect. So, so beautiful. I love that, Sarah. And I could be sitting here with you, like literally hours and hours and hours. I love everything <laughs> you're embodying and everything you're teaching. For those who are feeling the same way, like I cannot get enough of this woman, I, I want to learn more about her. What are your favorite ways to connect with people? Um, I'm on Instagram. That's probably my favorite way. And then I I love TikTok. It is like one of my favorite things. I think that is just like Instagram, I find is like so aesthetically a please a pleasing, right? And TikTok, you can just kind of show up and be who you are and you'll get called out almost if you're not. Like if you're showing up in a false way, they're like, nope. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. And so funny, like I tried TikTok. I was like, no, no, it felt like one more thing to do. So it's so beautiful that we are all different. And that's why Uh I said like your videos, your reels. I'm like, she is so funny. So of course, (laughs) get it on the TikTok, Sarah. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for all the inspiration you're bringing and really bringing in a little bit more of the energetics and the spirituality in a business because business has a soul Mm -hmm. and when we can connect to that we can serve from even deeper space to others so I am super thankful for the work you're doing for having me here today and I'm excited to keep I don't want to even like say the word stalking you but (laughs) watching your journey on Instagram so I don't seem like creepy stalker It's amazing and beautiful. And thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you.